Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is David Waters with Gators Breakdown, bringing you a preview of a Gators Breakdown Plus chat. If you want to join Gators Breakdown Plus and take part in chats like these, link is in the description below to join. Talk some dark horses. Who you? Who on this team coming up for this 2023 season that, you know, not the big names on the roster, not the ones who are predicted to stand out, uh, but who who you guys think that uh, we're not talking a lot about them right now, but by the end of the season, we'll be mentioning their name. I de- definitely feel like uh, uh, Caleb Banks is going to be my guy. Oh, you uh, took mine. Like... Oh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> go ahead. What are the qualifications for this? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> technically, technically, technically Mertz could be a candidate because nobody's expecting him to do ah. be anything more than a game manager. But if he becomes a game-winning quarterback, you know, and – exceeds expectations well then he becomes that dark horse you know because right now he's not expected to no i think you i think that well i mean i think you could throw him in there for sure yeah because he's not we're 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 expecting a a six win the six to eight win season and you know he hasn't you know just just turn everyone talk he is definitely not expected to go and light it up so if he were to then i would say that would be a he'd be a candidate for sure. I'm excited to see Devin Moore and uh, maybe Kamari too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so th- I think by the end of the season, we are going to have to look at safety and we're, we're going to have to need, we're, we're going to need to talk about somebody positive in that light, you know, for what we've seen back there recently from that group mainly Dean, mainly Torrance. Yeah, I think by the end of the season, if we're going to look at Florida having somewhat of a successful season, we're going to have to look on that back end and those guys, somebody back there standing out. And maybe it's Kamari, maybe it's Miguel, maybe it's Moten coming over from Michigan. But I do agree. We're going to have to – we're gonna for a successful season for Florida, we're going to have to look back there and point at somebody there having some success and definitely more than what we've seen, you know, the last few years. And specifically some interceptions. Yeah, yeah. You know, hard hits, you know. I mean, we used to have some hard hitting safeties too, you know. I mean, it was if you if you made it past the linebackers, you know, usually when our safety play's been good, our linebackers been have been good as well. But if you made it back there, or you know, maybe some of those guys just being up in the box. Remember, you know, Marcel Harris back in the day, it would almost be a you know, another linebacker at times for Florida. You know, I want I want somebody versatile like that. I want somebody who 
who's kind of feared if you get past the linebackers, you're not getting past him, or he's just a you know, he can play up in the box and, and be a force and just be another number in the box that you're uh, you know, Florida's limiting yards because of who they have at safety and they can play him all over the field. Who are we uh, pre fall projecting to start at safeties? Um, Kamari, Kamari and uh, Mitchell. I don't know, man. I don't know if you go get Moten with all his experience at Michigan and say he's behind those two. Especially, yeah, that's true. That's I mean, true. you know, those guys only being second year players and him having the experience. And I know, I know, he lost his job at Michigan and and, and all that. And I ain't gonna say he wasn't. A, he was not not some terrible player. He was definitely better than what Florida has had the, the last couple of years and what we've seen. Um, and so, you know, maybe a, a change of scenery uh, will, you know, maybe unlock uh, another level for him to where he's a more consistent player, I guess I would say, uh, not giving up so many big plays that he, that he gave, gave up at Michigan. Uh, but I, I, I do think probably a combination. I'll go him and Mitchell for now and, and weirdly say Wilson, maybe the odd man out to, to begin with, but um that's where I'd lean right now. I mean, the, uh, the the bad news is he got benched at Michigan. The good news is they got worse when they benched him. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> All right, who, who brought up uh, who brought up Banks? I, I I brought him up. There we go. All right, why why'd you bring him up? Well, I just uh, I mean, I you know, I watched a lot, lot of uh, you know, the spring game and stuff, yeah. and I felt like I felt like I mean, I, I know I didn't see much, much more, but yeah. just like clips of stuff, you know, on on Twitter and stuff. It just he just looks like I think that that was just a diamond in the rough that you know Billy and them found, and it's like uh, I, there's a reason he had those big time offers when you know we got him, and I think we kind of slid in there and stole a really good one. I feel like him and him and uh, Jackson are gonna you know team up, and you know they're gonna. Yeah, you know, they're going to be hard to move. That that's where I go with. I think you pair him with Jackson. This is someone going to help him. Uh, and look, they knew, like, as you said, they knew he was athletic. From everything I've heard, and even asking around, like he even surprised with just how athletic he was. Like they they knew that's one reason they wanted him. They knew he was going to be athletic. They knew he can move. But even more impressive uh, in person and what he did throughout the spring. And look in the spring game too. Uh, you know, he he really showed you. Look, we're not looking for stat monsters here for somebody like a Caleb Banks. You know, to to, to come along here. But uh, two tackles. Uh, he had a sack and a uh, and a tackle for loss in the spring game. Uh, but yeah, that that is somebody who. Um, come, he's going to transfer in, did not have a lot of snaps with Louisville, of course, um, and probably rightfully so overlooked. You know, we, we shouldn't be hyping somebody who uh, hasn't really done it. But I think if we're looking for a dark horse and a, and a guy that we're out and the, the depth at uh, on the defensive line this year, I do think Florida's deeper there uh, with these two transfers, McClellan there as well, uh, Boone. I just think uh, Florida's got some nice pieces up front, and I think he's going to be one we are talking about at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, I'd say he's probably our best tackle right now, right? If we, I mean, interior lineman, I would think so. Him or I mean, I, I really, I really like McClellan from last Watson. year. And Watson, yeah, 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 Chris McClellan. I mean, Watson, but Watson, we still don't know. I mean, I, I feel bad even bring his name up just now, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think Watson still gonna be a you know big time contributor. Yeah, I hope so. We need all, we need them all to contribute. Maybe they'll rotate him in. Yeah, that has to be that'd be a good thing. These guys can rotate. I mean, that, that's that's going to be the most important yeah. part. And you know, and not just rotate because the guy on the field's dog tired, but 
you can you can rotate because you feel good about the guy coming in as well. I mean, the the picture of them at Friday Night Lights said it all. We didn't have these body types last year. No, we didn't. I mean, what? Who, who was it? Was it? Was it? Was it Dexter? We had Dexter and uh, Watson and Helen. Yeah, but somebody retweeted it and said, "How are you?" Come out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, how are these recruits bigger than me? <laughs> yeah, is that Zach Carter. I think he was yeah. retweeted. Yeah, Zach yeah, Carter. that's right, that's right. And Zach Carter is a huge human being. Yeah, that was that was that was funny. But heck, we've all besides Demert's talk just a second ago, we all went defense. Anybody on offense? I mean, look, I think the guy last year that fits this category would be he'd be Austin Barber, right? I mean, we did not see the need for him yeah. right away That's and we did not yeah. see him in last year yeah yes yeah, etn for sure as well as, as a skill player true freshman uh i don't know and this isn't a shot at anybody that came in this class here i don't know if i see anybody duplicating that and that, that's just how special he was. That's not a shot at anybody Florida just brought in. Uh, and I know we're looking at those receivers to step up, and you know, they, I think they certainly fit in this dark horse category. Maybe not dark horse because we're all looking for them to, but look, they haven't proven anything yet. So, yes, they still fit in this dark horse category. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, we didn't see Trevor Etienne doing that because it was, also, look, it was supposed to be Naquan Wright, Montreal Johnson, and Lorenzo Lingard. And that first depth chart comes out versus Utah, and it's Trevor Etienne who's third on the depth chart, not Lorenzo Lingard. We're all surprised because we had heard all spring that Lorenzo Lingard was, was doing good, maybe even fall camp that he was doing some things. But it was Trevor Etienne who was on third on the depth chart, and right away in game one versus Utah, we could see why. I mean, my guy on offense is Marcus Burke. If he... Uh... Dang! If we, there if, was if we're mine. to believe what we hear, yeah, if we're, if we're to believe what we hear. I mean, he's buying into the program. Yeah, it should be a big turnaround year one, year two. Yeah, I think I think Burke is Burke is definitely mine as well. Hey, that was that was a two I went with with Banks on defense and Burke on offense. And as you said, and we did we got a glimpse of it in the spring game. If we get anything like that, you know, more than half of the season from Burke, I, I I'll sit here and say, yep, he. he he had a nice year, and as you said, okay, it's like uh, maybe being even more bought in to, to what I think he had an adjustment from high school to college, and uh, needed to you know figure some things out. Uh, and I have also heard that you know, he's on a mission; he's he's taking it serious. Uh, and look, not every guy's ready right away, uh, unfortunately. But uh, sometimes, especially for him, you're going into your third season; it's a wake up call. Uh, that uh, you know, it's 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 probably now or nothing for him at, at the big level uh, of college football. Uh, and Marcus Burke certainly uh, somebody I'll be looking out for as well. And, you know, we talked about the receivers earlier and only recruiting you know one type, but he, he's he's a pack. He's fast enough and he's big bodied enough where I think he can be he can he can be a mismatch at times uh, for, for for this offense. So yeah, he's somebody I'm looking for as well. Yeah, my, my, my guy on offense is going to be Caleb Douglas, and, and I, I just feel like if he can start holding on to the ball, he's really explosive. Yeah. I think the one from the spring, we, maybe like I said, maybe not so much dark horse anymore because I think everybody's kind of pecked him, but Arliss Boardingham <laughs> tied in. Oh, definitely. Uh, uh, I'll take it. Yeah, I put, I put him there when we previewed spring. Uh, I, mean, you know, we, we, I heard glimpses last year before he got hurt that you know he, he could uh, – 
do some things uh, that you know, for tight ends on this roster that other guys couldn't do. Uh, we'll see how that translates on the field and you know, maybe comparing to other tight ends in the league. Uh, but um, maybe not so dark horse because I think everybody's maybe going to maybe trying to pick him a little bit. Uh, but certainly just because of lack of production and, and lack of a chance to produce last year uh, that uh, he's, we certainly could throw him in that category as well. But I think he, he'd probably be one of the runaway favorites. But I think if we're going to speak true, true, true dark horse like we are right now, and the guys that we've mentioned so far I think are, are, are up there. Well, given so, Napier's Barry, history of using oh, – sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. You're good. Well, I would say, given uh, Napier's history of how he uses the tight end, I would say any tight end <laughs> having accessible is a is a dark horse because he he. I mean, even back in Louisiana, he didn't really he didn't really use the the tight end that much, as much as I thought that, that he would. Be, given his style of offense, it seems like it'd be a, uh, and maybe he just hasn't had the type player he really wants at that position. Um, yeah. So barring like. I, mean, I imagine it's a catastrophe if it happens, but Cam Carroll has to have a role in this offense, dude. He is a stud, and you saw it just him running up everybody in the spring game alone. I mean, I think you know, obviously he's third in line, and, and rightfully so. But there's got to be something we can use this cat for. Yeah, my two were uh, Jadon Hill and Cam Carroll. I think they'll both have a good year this year. I like the Cam Carroll pick. I really do, uh, especially. Given as much as we think Florida's going to need to run the ball this year and rely on running the ball this year, um, I like you know we can make too much of spring games at times. I know that, um, but when you know what he showed there and you know, what we've heard in some of the scrimmages as well, uh, yeah, he's somebody. He's somebody. I'd be. I, I, I'd certainly put on that list. We started the season. Last year with a uh, three back rotation, so yeah, and then slowly faded out of that once we uh once you know uh, with about thirty fourth game, I don't think we saw uh yeah right Nequan Wright any again the rest of the year, but uh maybe he'll uh, start the season out like that and kind of take the pressure off of uh, Johnson and Etn. Yeah. Hey, it's uh, it's Jack Miller kind of the problem we have. <laughs> I think I missed some of that. <laughs> I was saying, is Jack Miller a potential candidate for Dark Horse? Oh man, that'd be that'd be, that'd be super Dark Horse. <laughs> that would mean Mark's got hurt. He <laughs> certainly put that category for me. That would he would be a pure Dark Horse. I'm just I haven't hidden the fact. I'm just I am not a big Jack Miller fan. He'd be a dark unicorn. <laughs> I'll take it. I hope he, I hope he, if he gets the chance, I hope he proves me wrong. My question is who's going to be kick returner. We had, we didn't have a single like positive kick return last year. How, how did we fix that? I think we saw it toward the end of the year. Uh, ETN was back there and I like what I saw from him. So um, I, I know, and I, I kind of goes to a point I was saying it, it, earlier with Hawkins uh, when he comes in as a true freshman, and they look, well, I know that's next year. Uh, but at the same time, you know, there's not a ton of kickoff returns. Um, so I think it's probably worth the risk of putting ETN back there after what I saw uh, from him uh, toward the end of the year at, 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 as a kickoff returner. So I'm fine. I, I'm fine with putting him back there, honestly. That, that, that's, that's who I'd put back there. 
And I believe he was, was he in the spring game doing it? I'm trying to remember. I think he was. Yeah, he, he caught he a couple. Return, of and, uh, return, though. Yeah. Pierce Hall punt returner, right? Yeah, I'd, I'd be happy seeing uh, Eugene Wilson or, or ETM back there. I mean, either ones are both both the right answers. Yeah. I would just be happy with someone who can field the ball, doesn't field the ball within the 10-yard line, doesn't fumble the ball. Our, our special teams were a disaster last year. Yeah, we, we had that with Henderson before and watching yeah, right. It was uh, we may need uh we may just need to be deeper there. Um because you know you were stuck putting Jason Marshall back there versus Vanderbilt and, and we we know we haven't really seen him do it. Uh and that was Henderson didn't play that game, right? Uh and Marshall's back there and unfortunately gives gives Vandy an easy score. Uh so yeah, I mean, maybe even develop even more options there just in case the worst happens. Crazy to me that coaches don't recruit for that position. I mean Brandon James won us games, like straight up won us games. Very I mean, true. I mean, that, we don't recruit to it. 08 Tennessee game and it always comes to mind. Yeah, but that was back before they changed the kickoff rules, wasn't it? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So I mean, it's but, different. But still, it's but still, now. but still, punt returner is you know still yeah punt returner yeah that's and, that's the you know important. and Brandon James made you know his living there too so absolutely. I will say that uh, though, if, if they're going to throw like a bubble screen to like a big receiver, I, I, I like I like Marcus Burke in that role. If they're going to throw it to a big receiver like like Xavier Henderson, I, I Mark, Marcus Burke's got a little more wiggle than you know Xavier Henderson has. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're if, especially with the way Florida's offense is going to be, and teams are going to stack the box, and look, if it's second and three, and Florida's going to need some better better blocking out there on the perimeter as well. That that was look, it wasn't just Henderson. There was a huge issue at blocking last year at receiver. Uh, for for a lot of these screens, so uh, but yeah, it's second and three, and they're they're stacking the box. Yeah, toss it out there, and you know one receiver make a block, and yeah, maybe it's Burt getting four yards and converting the chains, and, you know, and moving uh, or and moving the chains. So absolutely, you know, I do think um, yeah, you can see your big body receiver in that role when you need just short yardage uh, to you know to catch a screen and get a first down. Nobody said Kelby Collins. I just thought that was interesting. Mm. It's it's hard to pick freshmen. You know, it, it really is. You just don't know how much playing time they're going to get. Uh, but you get, yeah, if you're going to do it, start looking at the uh, positions where a freshman can can find their impact. And uh, uh, TJ Searcy probably is one I'd, I'd throw in there. You know, Florida's looking for some edge players. Uh, Princely kind of making that transition there this year. Uh, you got Pyburn there as well, but he's a young player. Uh, maybe he's one you, you want to put in, 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 in label as a dark horse too. But I think if you're looking for a true freshman, and just because Florida's kind of limited uh, as far as pure straight edge rusher goes, seriously, he's probably a name I'd, I, I'd honestly go with if I'm looking for a freshman to break out as a dark horse. And, and somebody we're probably talking about, talking about at the end of the year, he may, he may, he may be that guy for me if I'm, if I'm looking at a freshman. What a, what a, what about Rod Kearney for for a breakout freshman uh, season, Dave? Um, 
he seems to be locked in as a center. Uh, so I don't see Kingsley. You know, Kingsley's got to play better than he did last year. Don't get me wrong. But I think he probably keeps his head above Kearney enough where Kearney's not thrust into the center spot. So uh, now could an injury happen at guard or whatever, and they're forced to put him in there uh, at, at some point, maybe. And maybe that's how he breaks out and, and becomes that dark horse. But we have seen him in that center role in the spring game. Uh, we saw some highlights of him it was either on Instagram or Twitter of him training uh, at the center spot and you know trying to work on that. Because, look, I mean, it, it wasn't going to be an overnight success with him as a center. He, he, didn't, uh, he, he, he didn't play it in high school. Um, that was, you know, not necessarily his spot. And, you know, they, they've moved him in there uh, in spring. So that was, you know, the first time we got to see it. It was the first time under the lights in that role. Um, as long as he, you know, trains at it there. I wouldn't, uh, because Kingsley's there, uh, he'd probably be one I'd be, uh, you know, unless Kingsley gets hurt or something or he finds another spot at guard if because of the injuries there and they have to reshuffle the line. Uh, probably wouldn't see him. Uh, based off of spring, probably Najee Harris, if we're going to look at a freshman offensive lineman uh, and what he was able to do once um, oh man uh, Mazuka uh, once Mazuka got injured and Najee Harris started getting more playing time he was getting rave reviews there and look I know the offensive line didn't have the best performance uh, in the spring game and all the eyeballs were on him uh, but he was somebody uh, from multiple people that I heard that was really really standing out as a true freshman Am I allowed to call the new DC the uh Oh MVP? go ahead for sure. I think we're I think we're all excited to see Armstrong and maybe his potential to turn this defense around. I, I certainly I'm okay with uh you know being aggressive and 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 maybe getting beat at that point. You know, if you just if you're laid back and you know just not attacking and, and get beat, you know, I, I can't stand that. This is like death by a thousand cuts. But if you're aggressive and you're bringing it and you're trying to create havoc and it just happens, you know, that kind of seemed to be his MO at, at Southern Miss. And, you know, of course, you know, basically a talent disadvantage there. And I think he was probably at times trying to create something to make something happen. I don't think he'll have to do that as much at Florida with the athletes that he can play with. Uh, but, you know, I do think that, that's just, that is going to be his mindset. He, he's, he, uh, we saw it in the spring game a bit. I was glad Napier didn't call him off. Uh, and, and kind of letting him, you know, call the game the way he wanted to call it. So, uh, absolutely, I, I, I'm I'm ready to see him, his play style, and maybe maybe some. If we talk about dark horses, maybe this play style unearths some guys that we're you know not necessarily thinking of just because of a, a different approach to this defense. I think definitely. I don't expect huge. Like I don't expect to be a top twenty defense. But no, right. I, I expect us to get back into the fifth. Solid improvement, you know. Yeah, and and, and may, not so much as a liability. I guess it would probably be the way I would describe it. You know, I I want to go into a game not dreading what I'm about to see on defense. <laughs> want more Gators breakdown? Join Gators Breakdown Plus, starting at three dollars a month. Get access to unique episodes, plus a blog, chat room, giveaways, shoutouts, and more. Gators Breakdown Plus is furthering the interaction with fans and listeners like you. Head to gatorsbreakdown.supportingcast.fm to join Gators Breakdown Plus today.